morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the IC Old People Podcast. The IC Old People Podcast is a weekly journey into the aging process uh, hosted by me, Dr. Bruce. I am a newly minted 60-year-old senior and I am here to record what is going on with me, what's happening with my body and mind and how I am changing as a newly minted senior. I'm one of the youngest of the baby boomers. Most of the baby boomers are turning 75 right now and I just turned 60. So I'm at the back end of the baby boom and I think this is a pretty good view to see what's going to happen, what's going to happen to aging, what's going to happen to death, what's going to happen to dying over the next 10 years. So this is a 10-year program, a 10-year project. Uh, We hope to have Uh, almost 450 episodes by the end of the 10 years which kind of gets me to my first story so I um, first of all I just want to tell everybody that uh, if I sound if I sound a little nasal right now it's because I just had my first coughing sneezing attack since I had my surgery so I uh, my head is full and congested and I uh, I've got a fair amount of uh, pain in my belly right now that uh, I didn't have about 10 minutes ago so uh, anyway, I think my cough reflex uh, had, had gone down because thank goodness I didn't have to cough like that a week ago. Uh, anyone who listened to the podcast last week, which I know is not a lot of people, uh, which is actually freeing when I, when I think about it. Uh, if a lot of people were listening to this podcast, if my wife was listening, my aunt, uh, my friend, uh, maybe I wouldn't be able to speak the way I did last week. Be, uh, I reviewed that this morning and uh, it was pretty raw. I was in a lot of pain. I was probably still under the influence of uh, medications and anesthetic. And as well, when I spoke last week, my podcast was delayed two days. I had it on Thursday, uh, the 20... I have to flip my calendar backwards again to think properly here. So, yeah, I actually broadcast my podcast on January 30th last week instead of January 28th because I was in such a state that I I didn't even realize it was Tuesday. So that was last Thursday. So Thursday the 30th. And actually when I did that broadcast here from Storage Closet Studios in beautiful Norfolk County, uh, I then continued to stay up that day. I did not sleep at all Thursday, uh, all the way through through Friday until Friday night. So I had a bout of insomnia since I've spoken to you last. Uh, after the manic part of, uh, you know, that manic part of the insomnia, I crashed on Saturday. That would be February 1st. I crashed into a terrible, terrible depression. I was so depressed on Saturday, Sunday, Uh, I started to come out of it Monday. Today is February 4th, Tuesday, February 4th, and I feel feel like 80% back mentally. I feel almost ready. Like, I don't feel 100% ready to do this podcast, but here it is Tuesday morning, and uh, I'm doing it, and I'm feeling good about that. The fact that I've, uh, I, I slept very, very little last night. I got out of bed. I uh, came down here in the dark, came to Storage Closet Studios to share this uh, tale of woe with uh, with all of you out there. 
So I guess the big lesson from this uh, was, you know, don't take any surgery lightly. I took uh, this surgery very, very lightly. I uh, had this big deal going on right up until like Tuesday afternoon on the 21st of January. And then I'm expected to have the surgery on Wednesday, uh, January 22nd. And then I'm thinking I'm going to just continue on with all of this stuff I got happening on Tuesday. Uh, it was completely absurd to think that life would just carry on after a major surgery and an anesthetic. And uh, yeah, that absurdity uh, translated into a, a terrible incident. Um, expectations were so high for me to be better so quickly. Uh, and again, they were, those expectations were placed completely on myself. Uh, and then I, when none of that happened, and then I had this psychotic episode from the Toradol uh, withdrawal, I mean, it's just been madness. So, so this uh, I've lost two weeks. I, I see the surgeon on Thursday, so that'll be it'll be two weeks uh, tomorrow that I've had the surgery. I'm still in uh, quite a bit of pain, uh, not not unbearable. Certainly, I'm here. I'm I'm working. I drove here today. Uh, I didn't drive much this weekend between the depression and the pain. So it was it was tough. It was a really tough weekend, and I pulled myself out of it. Um, the way I, I usually do, I, I, I got out and I, I got walking as much as I could. I got into the fresh air. I took a drive down to beautiful uh, Long Point, and uh, I guess my wife had read something on the internet that there was a group of uh, uh, great herons there, great gray herons were migrating, very, very early for them to be migrating. So we drove down there, and uh, we, we went to the wrong spot at first. We couldn't, we couldn't find the, the birds. Um, then we came back, and we saw kind of the car, a bunch of cars heading a certain direction, and, and that was our clue that they were over that way. Uh, we went to where the, all the other cars were. It was a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. This was uh, just yesterday. And uh, we saw the birders out there with their fancy cameras and their tripods, and we knew exactly where to go. We went down and we saw a flock of uh, maybe 80, uh, 80, 100 birds, uh, big, beautiful, beautiful birds uh, walking on the on the little bit of ice that's in the bay. Um, why they're here so early, I have no idea. Usually the first migratory group to come through Long Point are the tundra swans because the tundra swans will uh, go back up north as soon as it starts to warm up even slightly. And that's usually who you see in February. So the tundra swans are still to come. But anyway, we got down. That's that's the way I kind of worked my way out of the depression. I had 100%, 1,000% support from my family to help me through it. Uh, and then uh, things like that drive, going down to see the birds, uh, just kind of getting out of the house all of those things really, really helped me to, to at least get me to this point where I feel I'm, I'm a good 80% maybe now mentally, physically, I, I've still got a ways to go. I cannot believe how weak, how weak I have become after this surgery in only a very, very short period of time, uh, in less than two weeks, two weeks tomorrow. So anyway, I see the surgeon on Thursday. I do have concerns about the, um, about what happened to me. I want to speak with him about it. Um, I'm worried that possibly I've disturbed the mesh. Um, so I have all kinds of concerns. Um, it, it really has been an eye-opener for me. Uh, I, I really felt that I was invincible. 
and I, I guess I have felt that I've been invincible for a long time. But uh, this was ridiculous. This was moving it into the uh, level of the absurd. Uh, I'm a health professional. I've worked in the health field for 35 years. I know what pain is. I, I know what post-surgery is. I know what recovery time is. I understand all of those concepts, and yet somehow I didn't think any of them applied to me. But uh, they do, and uh, and it was a it was a harsh reality. And then I think I have never really taken into consideration the fact that I am sixty years old now. I am not a young man. I've only had two general anesthetics in my entire life. Uh, this one uh, has obviously been a, a terrible experience for me, and. Um, controlling my pain when I'm so sensitive to medication so all of these things are now a reality that for some reason I thought just didn't apply to me like I had actually told my staff that I was going to start work tomorrow and I work my job's physical I have to move and twist and and pick people up and push people over and it's it's an amazingly physical job way way more than anyone would expect but when you're a manual therapist and you're working with people uh, and you've got all different types of body types different types of people on your table and anything can happen and anything can arise I, I uh, worked with people who have been, you know, 350 pounds, 400 pounds. I have worked with people who are so rigid that you can you can hardly move them, and you have to put all the force you can into that. So I have all kinds of experience in the fact that there's absolutely no way that I could have done that job starting yesterday, which would which was when I was supposed to start back from this surgery. So just absolutely ridiculous. I've already told them that at the very, very earliest, I won't be back until the um, 10th, which is, or I'm sorry, the 11th, which is next Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, the 10th, which would be the Monday or the 17th. And I think I'm probably thinking more the 17th. I, I'm really realizing now that uh, um, people are being... Uh, are are angry that I'm not there. People are upset that their routines are being disrupted, but I cannot make that my issue right now. My issue has to be myself. It has to be healing. Uh, it has to be uh, getting back to 100%. And if I can't get back to 100%, then I really don't think I can do the job properly. And if I can't do the job properly, I really have to think about whether I should be doing the job at all. But that's a, you know, a discussion for a whole other matter, a whole other time that we can talk about that. But right now, uh, simply and, 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 and clearly, the whole emphasis is just on the fact that uh, I have to start to act my age. I have to start thinking about the fact that I am 60 years old. It's going to take me longer to recover from things, uh, not, not less time. That's the absurdity of my thinking. Uh, it's going to take me longer to heal from things. It's going to take me uh, more work to get back to where I was. Like I said, when I started this, I cannot believe how weak my muscles have become in such a short period of time. 
two weeks when I really was feeling good that I was getting my muscle strength up and my core strength up, which was part of my whole goal of aging successfully, uh, going through this aging journey with you uh, and uh, having all of those positive experiences to share with you. So when I first concepted the idea of the IC Old People podcast and I thought about the 10-year period to follow me from age 60 to 70, I thought about all of the different scenarios that could go on that might be interesting to people who are listening. And uh, one of the scenarios I talked about in the very first episode was that I could, I had a fifth, I have a 15, just under 15% chance of dying in the next 10 years. Uh, So, Um, that would be quite a story, not a good one, but uh, for me, not a good one for me, but kind of maybe interesting for the, uh, for the listeners. I was thinking that possibility, what if I started to develop some dementia? I know that would be an interesting kind of thing, but those are the two negatives. You know, if I actually died or if I developed dementia, which I don't want either of those things to happen, I want to make that completely and totally clear. But they were possibilities that I thought of in the arcs of the show. Uh, And then uh, I thought, okay, maybe there are going to be times where there will be some uh, really positive things that I'll be going through. Uh, And what I was really hoping was maybe uh, it would show me grow and become a better man, become a better person. Uh, Not only age, but grow and become a, a, a more full, a more real, a more compassionate human being and that transformation would be evident in the different arcs of the show as well and that's really you know at the core of what I want to show is you know when I talk about my next 30 years that's kind of the buzz phrase I like to use on the podcast my next 30 years what am I going to do with my next 30 years they've just begun this is going to be the greatest time of my life that's what I want to show that's what I want to be So for this to happen so quickly, only on episode 15 of the podcast, when we have a potential for uh, hundreds of episodes, and only episode 15, I'm here now in this health crisis, and I'm bearing my soul to you rawly and and, and at such a, a level of intimacy that I did not expect for possibly years from now. So here we are already, uh, me as a very amateur broadcaster, learning the trade, learning how to become better at what I'm doing as a podcaster, and I'm already in this health crisis, bearing my soul to you, talking about hemorrhoids and pain and psychosis. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm humbled that you're listening. I'm humbled that you're here with me as I go through this journey. Uh, but boy, this has been a this has been a tough start. I, I it really is a new reality for me to realize how uh, how difficult this surgery had become, how reactive I was to those medications, how damaging I was in my uh, in my psychosis, how many things already I have to pick up the pieces for and try to get things back on track. And I guess this is life, you know, this is life in a nutshell, or at least this is life on uh, February 4th, you know, 2020. Life for uh, Dr. Bruce has been uh, been pretty rough for the last couple of weeks. It's going to get better. Today, I really, really feel I've turned the corner on the depression. And I'm, I'm really feeling that the pain level now is, is starting to what be more what I would consider possibly normal at this point. I'll find out when I talk to the surgeon on Thursday. 
It's funny, even an idea of a follow-up appointment like this was something that I thought, ah, you know, I'll go if I have to, it doesn't really matter. It, just such a superior attitude that I went into this thing. And now I, I'm realizing the importance of this follow-up visit. I, I, I need to ask the doctor serious questions about, you know, very serious things that went on and uh, about my outcome, the pathology of the piece of hernia that he took out. Uh, all of those things now became more important to me. So I think maybe I grew a little bit uh, during this whole experience. Maybe I, I, uh, I grew up a little bit. And uh, maybe that's part of the journey. So I'm glad you're here with me for that. I'm moving on, moving on up. So I wanted to talk about some feedback that I got. I, I mentioned it last week, but I don't think I gave it nearly... Uh, nearly the importance that it is. I mean, this feedback to me is, uh, it's the first feedback that I, I ever got. I was th just so thrilled about getting it. Um, and so then I, I, I thought, well, I'm going to talk about it again today. Uh, and I went to uh, visit the, uh, the site that the, the fellow who left the feedback had, um, had left a link on. So I thought, well, I'll go look at this link first and, and get to know uh, my feedback uh, person, my, my fan, if I can call uh, him that. I'm just so thrilled. Uh, I want to get more perspective on, on him before I, I wrote, read his letter. And then when I got there, I, I see that he's a podcaster as well. And his podcast is called uh, ex, ex, Parking Thoughts. Parking Thought, not Parking Thoughts. Parking Thought, all one word. And you can see him at parkingthought.com. So I went to parkingthought.com and Expanding Perspective 60. So it's his 60th podcast. It's uh, only nine minutes long, and it's available right on his website, which is parkingthought.com. Anyway, on his cover notes, he had this written, and I, I just, oh, I, I can't tell you how much this, how, how thrilled this was. So I, I'm going to read his cover notes from his issue, Expanding Perspectives, his 60th uh, podcast. In this edition, I hike up a mountain near Boise and share lessons from the journey. The perspective from a higher point is refreshing and changes the view of the things we deal with in life. One way I've been expanding perspectives is listening to the I See Old People podcast by Dr. Bruce. The podcast is an excellent example of a thoughtful man sharing the wisdom and challenges that come with age. And then he put a link, uh, icyoldpeople.ca. Uh, it just was so nice of him. He didn't have to do that. And, and I, I, just, I just think that that's just wonderful. So I sent him a note and I thanked him. And he's a, he's a podcaster sharing his perspectives in life uh, at, you know, in a completely different cohort. He's in his early 40s. I'm in my early 60s, David is in his early 40s, and we're both kind of doing the same thing. So if you want to get a perspective from a slightly younger person, another generation younger, a Gen Xer, then I, I, I strongly suggest parkingthought.com, and you can learn a little bit about, uh, about David's experience and his journeys right now. He's a young retiree in his early 40s, uh, and uh, whereas I am still working in my in my early 60s so uh, we're a little bit different of course I have my medical tilt and uh, I'm trying to get some health concepts out to all of you 
slowly <laughs> and really that's that's kind of the whole thing and I haven't really shared a lot of health tips for anyone else to be healthier all I've talked about is how unhealthy I've been over the last couple of weeks so uh, we're really going to start to change that as we get back into the groove so not really a, a lot of news to share on uh, on February 4th uh, February 4th uh, the State of the Union is tonight uh, in the United States the impeachment process is practically over. I think he's going to get acquitted today or tomorrow. The coronavirus continues to grow in the world. Uh, 2,000 cases in China now. So that's a big item of concern in the health world right now is the coronavirus. I think it's overblown. I don't think there's uh, any reason at all that people are panicking about this virus. Uh, that's media hype right now. It makes me think that the pharmaceutical companies probably has it this well planned with a vaccine just around the corner for a uh, for this uh, for this issue. Uh, oh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, one more thing. I want to talk about um, about the screenshot. Uh, it sounds so fancy. I took a screenshot of of David's um, website. And uh, it makes it sound like I'm really tech, tech uh, fancy, but I just learned how to do it. So if you have an Apple iPhone, when you want whatever's on the screen, if you want to capture that and put it in your photos, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what you're looking at. You press the home button at the bottom, the round button at the bottom, and then the single side button on the right hand side. You press them at the same time and then it'll click and you'll whatever's on the screen will then be in your photos. So that's called a screenshot. I just learned how to do that. So I screenshotted uh, David's uh, uh, nice comments here. I'm going to print it out. I'm going to put it up here on the wall. I'm I'm just thrilled to have this uh, this wonderful feedback. Uh, the first of many episodes, first of many, and I hope the first of many conversations that I have with uh, David. I think that uh, our our two cohorts, the uh, the young baby, the young baby boomer, and the Gen Xer, it could be interesting, maybe even to have uh, some conversations uh, over the years that we could talk about the different experiences as he goes from 40 to 50 and I go from 60 to 70. So uh, that's been my most positive development this week on the podca podcast front. I'm still struggling with the social media part of it. I'm I really, I, I'm going to devote a whole uh, podcast to that in the future. Um, social media and I don't do well together. And, uh, but I feel if I need if I'm going to get the podcast out to people, I need to use it in some way, and I'm, so I'm still struggling with that. Uh, but we do have a Facebook page. We have uh, 19 members, so you know, join in. Let's make it an even 20. And uh, that Facebook page is easy enough to find. Just type in "I see old people," and you'll find it. Or type in "Dr. Bruce," and you know, you, it's it's. I'm not I'm not hard to find if you start typing in my name. So thank you so, so much for, uh, for coming in today. Thanks for staying to the end. If you're still listening, wow, you're super fans. And I'm, I'm just thrilled to the fact that you're here still with me after 20 minutes of me rambling on this morning. Um, I'm going to try to do a couple hours of work today. And, uh, and then I'm going to go for my first sauna. And I haven't had a sauna since the operation. And I, I absolutely can't wait to get a good sweat on. And... Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm up to. Thanks for listening. Wow, you've uh, 
you've really heard the raw and the ugly in the in the early earliest earliest episodes of the icy old people podcast but uh, it is what it is and you know that's what we are so uh, i'm going to be here next tuesday i hopefully it's going to be my music episode Uh, one of the things i really talk about a lot in life is to get out there and do things Uh, And uh, one of the things I did was started to take uh, music lessons, singing lessons a few years ago. So I'm going to play some of the recordings that I've done, some of the cover songs that I've done. You know, my famous uh, Next 30 Years, uh, which I converted to my last 30 years. I did a parody of of the Tim McGraw song, My Next 30 Years, and changed it to my last 30 years. And it's kind of a hoot. And I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. So that's all next week when I'm feeling better and when I can actually put together a, a good podcast with some music and and maybe some laughter. So um, I love you all. Thank you very, very much for listening. We'll see you NT. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you.